What's up, everybody? Let's talk about data and how to drive digital marketing ROI with it. Now, data has been a buzzword. It's, it's you know, everyone in there, uh, every marketer that has a LinkedIn has data-driven in it, right? Are they really data-driven? And do they really understand where you need to start uh, to produce the best results um, and really drive it all with data? So the biggest disconnect with, uh, I believe, you know, businesses, brands, marketing teams, CEOs, CMOs, and their actual marketing results are, uh, is this word data and how they use it. Yeah, we're data driven, we've done everything, but really there's a huge gap in looking and consuming the data, collecting the data is easy, but really making that data actionable to produce the best possible ROI is where the great marketers I think really come in. Um, and I'm gonna give you some, you know, five areas right here real quick on where you need to concentrate your efforts in order to make that data actionable and to receive that highest ROI um, and you know continue to optimize your marketing along the way. So number one is start with the customer. You know you need audience segmentation and targeting. You need to analyze your customer data to segment. Uh, you know based on demographics, behavior, interests. You know all relevant factors. Uh, if you think you have two audiences, you're wrong. You probably have a lot more than that. And it just takes a little bit of time to look at that, you know, that data, that purchase behavior for each persona to really understand, um, you know, how to map journeys and, and, you know, what content is the most engaging and all this stuff. And, and it's as simple as saying, like, just put yourself in your customer's shoes and look at all the different demographics. And then from there, you know, you could do some retargeting, look like audiences and, um, you know, pull some potential customers out of that that resemble your existing customer base. So it helps both on the acquisition, on the awareness. It, it really helps in every single aspect of your marketing, whether it's, you know, the the content creation, the the customer, you know, journey, the mapping for that, um, the conversion, the retention, everything. So segment your audiences so you can better target them. That's number one. That's pretty easy. Number two is look at the performance and the analytics all the time. Uh, one thing that I think separates growth marketers from your traditional digital marketer is the fact that we're very scrappy. We are constantly looking at what uh, our KPIs are and monitoring those KPIs hourly, at the very least, probably daily. You know, what are our click-through rates? What are conversion rates? What are What's the return on ad spend? Um, I, I really feel that that type of savviness and scrappiness and the way a growth marketer will approach a campaign as if this is their brand, this is their money that they're they're playing with. That's how you produce the best ROI, right? So always look at the analytics, monitor as much as possible. Use analytics like, you know, obviously Google Analytics is a great one. There's a couple other ones out there now, Triple Whale, if you're in the e-commerce space. Uh, a lot of marketing automation platforms have all this built into them. And then those even integrate with other marketing um, platforms that you're probably using these days. So um, kudos to those software companies and, and those, uh, platforms that are, I think, evolving how we use the data and they're making it a little bit easier for marketers to put it all in one spot because that's definitely a big issue. So number two, performance analytics. Number three, do a lot of AB testing and optimize everything. Optimization is a huge buzzword in marketing again, but it's really what makes great marketers good at their job, right? They're constantly comparing different elements of the marketing campaign the, the ad copy, the visuals, the landing pages, the call to action, uh, the actual customer and the, and, the, and the persona that they're marketing to, right? So 
always testing because it's the fastest way to understand what's working best, but it's also the fastest way to fail. So if you have a huge marketing budget and you're like, I came up with this one campaign, this is what we're going to do. And it does horribly. Uh, wouldn't it have been nice to AB test it and have two running at the same time? Or if you build a new you know, part of the website or a brand new website, and then you just launch a hundred percent of it, you know, you make it live all in one shot. It's probably not the smartest move because a lot of that is based on assumption. If it hasn't been tested yet, you want to trickle in that, that traffic, you know, 20, 25% at a time. Um, and, and that's really how you optimize something. You take a look at a small sample size and then you say, well, this is how it's comparing to the benchmark or, or the total audience and it's doing better. So we need to maybe go this way. Right. So always analyze the data uh, of those tests to determine what resonates the most with your audience and then adjust from there. Number four is customer journey mapping, right? So once you have a couple months of all this data, you're collecting conversion rates and, and all these different metrics and your KPIs and, and, and you're seeing from where you've gone uh, or where you started to where you're going, you want to create a detailed map of your customer's journey from here on out, right? So from the initial touch point with that customer and your brand, whether you know it was the initial awareness to the conversion and beyond, you want to use that data to identify potential bottlenecks or drop-off points in the customer journey. And that's really the optimization part of how you map out a customer journey. And that's a perfect example of looking at data and, at, and taking action on it and understanding, hey, there's something going on in this, uh, you know, in this journey um, after this email is sent or, or this text message is sent or whatever it may be. X amount of days after they purchased where we're seeing a huge drop off. Well, how do we uh, get those people to buy again? How do we, you know, look at our retention and, and is it a content issue? Is it a technical issue? Is it that, is it the email that's sending? Whatever it may be, you need to look at that data, identify that drop off or the bottleneck where some customers getting stuck um, and then tweak it, change it, AB test it. From there, you get to optimize, um, you know, really, um, the whole entire campaign based on actual people that are going through it. Right. Um, and then lastly, attribution modeling, this is definitely the hardest part. I think any marketer marketer out there will agree trying to figure out the attribution, um, um, in your marketing campaigns is very hard because there is a huge wall between the digital world and real life. It just is right. I know we're all on our phone and all this other stuff, but there is, you know, this thing, dark social or word of mouth where, someone's first interaction with your brand might be just talking to a buddy of theirs and they go on to Google and search it, right? And then they're now categorized by us as they came organically or direct based on our data. And then that gets the, you know, that particular channel gets the recognition or the reward or that, you know, the attribution for that particular sale if they were to buy. But in reality, they might've saw you on social. And then waited a couple of days and said, oh yeah, I'm going to get, I heard, I saw this brand and I'm going to look them up on Google or they go directly to your website. So that is still very hard to get a grasp on. Um, I think that's why a lot of people that aren't CMOs or in the marketing world and a lot of CEOs really will cut budgets for awareness um, or social because they feel like there's no direct ROI, there's no one-to-one -one conversion rate for those channels. When in reality, you really need the awareness play because that's how you build a brand. Um, and, and the attribution piece of it is just 
very still to this day is very hard to grasp. So um, keep that in mind. I, you know, I wish I had a recommendation on a tool. If you have one, please reach out to me. Just DM me wherever LinkedIn, wherever you hear this. Um, but to this day, I, I know a lot of marketers are still uh, bouncing back and forth between three, four different platforms to grab their data um, and to truly understand what the attribution is for all their campaigns and and um, really understand how different marketing channels contribute contribute to their conversion rates. All right, so those are the top five. Number one, audience segmentation and targeting. Two, performance analytics. Three, A-B test and optimize everything. Four, customer journey mapping. And number five, attribution modeling. See you next time. You're listening to The Flow State Grow Show, a podcast that will inspire you to tap into your flow state in order to experience optimal growth in business and life. My name's Dan Tremitozzi, and I'm a growth marketer best known for driving results by taking a startup-style approach when it comes to all growth strategies. And I'm sitting down with business leaders, senior-level marketers, and some of my other inner circle connections to share their insights, lessons learned, and how to achieve flow state growth. Let's get it.